Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmidty, Swanee and Clarkie visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. How are we all? Very well, thank you. And yourself? Oh, I am Grace, Grace, Grace. As I learned from my friend, Mr. Clark. Yeah. Oh, how many expressions do I use that I learned from my friend, Mr. Clark? Many. Oh, dear. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, a little bit uh, pre gamed because a little bit sick of everyone expecting me to do everything for them and be all things to them. Uh, but other than that, yeah, really, 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 really good. And, and, you, and are, you pre, are you pre-gaming because they've been annoying you all day, so at about 11 o'clock yes. you opened out the wine so you could have a real crack back at them? Or is about it after 4:30. work? Yeah, right. 4.30 and the pirate juice because, you know, I like a bit of the oh, old This uh, is old Look out, everyone. <laughs> this is going to get interesting. <laughs> She's going to get real. Yeah. That's right. Anyway. Oh, very good. Well, I think I, I've got a head cold today. So for listeners who, uh, if this is your first one, I don't normally sound like this, but I'll give it my best shot at telling you stuff that sounds funny or interesting in this voice. Hit me okay. with your best shot. Mm. Why don't you hit me with your best shot? Nice. Okay, cool. Fire away. Right. <laughs> oh, game on. And Swanee, before we get on to what you're going to drink, can you just tell us um, the important emergency phone call you had? Because I think that's <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> I've just received a phone call from my eldest son who has just arrived back from being out for the afternoon. And when I took all of my children out lunchtime to get haircuts, you know, all of our bins were out in the front. And I said to my younger two, can you bring the bins in when you get back? And of course, I brought them back. They didn't bring the bins in. Eldest son's arrived home. So he's called me to tell me as an emergency, because he knows I'm doing this, that he's the one who's bringing the bins in. <laughs> and that really tells you all you need to know about my life is that. It's that exciting. That's an emergency phone call for me. We've got to tell her. We've got yeah, to tell her. But it's important like, because you, he doesn't want anyone else to be acknowledged for that. And that's fair enough. Good job. Good uh, job's A. Good job, A. Yeah. <laughs> Snaps for A. When I grow yes. up, I want to be the receiver of phone calls from people who tell me that they brought the bins in. Oh, I just wish someone would fucking bring the bins in. It's not me. <laughs> and not think they've yeah. done an amazing job for it. Honestly, to get them to do that is an absolute task. That's the only thing they did. And I said to them, I said, oh, please, can you take the bins out? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, half the time I end up doing it myself, which is obviously part of the problem. But that's how tedious things get. It's that level. Yeah. I understand you, Schmitty, where it's like, it just, that's why it's just easier if we could do it yourself. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm pre-gaming because I do everything for drunk. everyone. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. It's just, Jesus Christ, people, you're adults. Can you sort your own shit out? Anyway, sorry. Stop I using the Lord's name in vain. It's really offensive. I will. I'm a Catholic and I'll have to atone for it anyway. You've got a big weekend, anyway. you guys, haven't you? It's kind of sim What's very special for the Christians. I know. Oh, yes. Well, Christ dies and he gets resurrected. Yeah, tomorrow, right? And then we have some chocolate yeah, and no one remembers why and it's all great. I was trying yeah, to explain yeah. to one of us our guys, boys today. Us guys. Why, I love yeah, the way you go, you guys. Well, one of the kids said, why is, why is Easter... Why is Easter such a big deal? It, there's not much rebirth. to it, really. It's about rebirth. And I was like, oh, religion aside, we were sort of talking about it. I said, well, when you're young, I said, it's really cute Easter, I guess, with, 
you know, the bunnies and the spring, although we're in autumn because obviously it was done for a Northern Hemisphere audience, not for us. I mean, we had done that thing, (laughs) which is so Australian, I think, where by the time I was probably, I don't know, 10, let's say, maybe even younger, we had just changed that holiday into something where we could get something that we wanted as well. So it started off being (laughs) mum buying us pyjamas and then going, oh, for Easter, what I'd like is, and it was never massive, but it was like we'd sort of done what we'd done to Christmas to Easter. It's like, oh, don't worry about the religious content or the the chocolate eggs or whatever. I'd like a pair of pyjamas or I'd like you to get a general pants for me. I was... I just saw it as another opportunity to get something that I really wanted. We would go out in the middle of nowhere on the houseboat and we'd come, mum would insist that we go to church for Sunday mass. So we'd all get on the speedboat in freezing cold weather. That's very Hollywood. (laughs) In the speedboat. Well, no, don't, please don't understand. Do you know what a cigarette boat is? They're those super thin ones that go at high speeds. That's what I'm envisaging with like some numbers written no. on the side like you're competing. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Haynes Hunter. Haynes Hunter. Off to church. And we'd jump on this boat, all six of us, even though that was illegal at the time, and we would come back to – it would take us, I reckon, at least half an hour just to get from the houseboat to where we came to the Boy. HZ Holden. No, no. Oh. <laughs> we'd get in the stinky Holden. And then we'd drive another 20 minutes into town and we'd go to a really boring church that we don't normally go to. And to your point, Carla, about things that you'd like to get out of uh, for Easter, we all got a big M and a pie. Oh, that's a win. <laughs> and that was, yeah. that's, that was the win. We woke up in the morning, there were eggs on the table and then we were ripped from the eggs Yeah, and we yeah. had to go and have a religious bullshit. Ripped from the and eggs. And then we, we were ripped from the eggs <laughs> and we had to... I'm still hunting, mother. I'm still hunting. <laughs> there was no hunt. There was no, no hunt. No one They're did that. On but that's table. another one of those things. It's one of those things because it looks good for Instagram. Honestly, I don't know anyone when we were younger who had an Easter egg hunt. Your mum would put some stuff out, wouldn't she? would wake up and go, oh, the Easter bunny's been. There you go. Oh, we, yeah, exactly. There were no hunts. We were all no, on the table. Now it's here's all yours, beautiful here's and the yours. children have got little decorative baskets. It's like there's so much to Bullshit. That <laughs> never happened to us. It was just, here's your shit. Now get yep. in the boat. We're going yep. to There's the chocolate bit sorted. The pilgrimage is about to start. Clarky, can you remind me who our secret guest is? Well, yes, I'm I'm glad you asked. We do have a guest today. She's an expert in uh, risk management. And so, Mm -hmm. uh, as all our guests have, she has an alias, and uh, her alias is. Risky Sour. Welcome, Risky. Oh, thank you. Welcome, Welcome Risky. Thank you for All having me. I guess you don't want to be named, I would say. Yes, you know, it's, you know, death by association. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, yes. fair enough, fair enough. Well, welcome, Risky. It's nice to have you with us. Thank you so on much. On the Trial by Wine panel. And just before we go forward, have we covered what we're drinking? I don't think we have. I interrupted what are you Carla guys when drinking? she was about to talk about that, so. You'll only yawn if you find out what I'm drinking. Oh, quick then, <laughs> let's get that it's out of the way. It's in a red can, so I'm done. Cheers, move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. I know, right. it's crazy days over here. Clarky and Risky Sour, what are you guys on? Uh, well, well, Risky Sour has brought up a bottle of wine, so I'll let her do the uh, discussion oh. on the wine. Oh, yes, it's, it's very exciting. So it's a 2020 Chardonnay from McGlashan's estate. I think so we Ma- like to call it Cardinay on Trial by Wine. Well, <laughs> sorry, my apologies. I didn't see if that I can in my, my brow. My apologies, you <laughs> shunt. <laughs> That's, that's appropriate. <laughs> uh, 
yes, so my Cardinet is 2020 McClashens is a family-owned business on the Bellarine Peninsula. So you'll find the winery just outside of Ocean Grove. Um, I think they've been there for like 50 years or something. It's like really? full on. And they've just opened a brewery in there as well. And a it's brewery. A, a brewery? Lovely. A brewery. A brewery. Oh, what's a brewery? <laughs> I have to work on my A brewery. This, this yeah, is okay. going to get better yeah. as the day goes on. <laughs> but, yes, messy, and, this, and this lady, uh, the owner of the winery, actually goes to my gym as well. So it's not a bad drop. What do you think? lovely it's very drinkable yes yes Mm. i think we can i'm still gonna ask you to get close to the microphone though whiskey sour yes my apologies Uh, risky thank you (laughs) did i say i thought i said risky sour i don't know i've had a few on mine i've had a few salad jerry's and dr creamy soda diet creamy soda (laughs) right diet creamy soda fab o with the morgan shall we introduce ourselves yes indeed who are you well I am Sailor Jerry Schmitty. <laughs> and I am Coke Zero Swanee. <laughs> and I'm Cardinal Yashunt Clarky. And together we are Trial, Trial by, by, by Wine. Beautiful. <laughs> nice. Okay. Who's got so, a story? I believe it's you. I do like Trixie. to ask who's got a story when it's my turn. Yeah, I do have a story. How good's that? So this one, this story I've got today is a tale of banking scandal. That's banking Mm. with a B. Mm. Uh, Big crime. Not like episode two, which was a wanking scandal. (laughs) (laughs) Same, same. And she was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Feral, feral, yep. So so we're going to get straight into the story and Mm -hmm. then we'll unpick it a little bit and we'll get some expert commentary from Risky Sour as well as some incredible humour and probably some bad (laughs) humour, but that's the way we roll, eh? Risky Sour, you you are aware of our format, which means that you can chime in whenever you like. I will do. Thank Um, you so much. Okay. Carla, Go I'm, I'm going to pour myself another wine. Just as a, <laughs> You've got to try and catch up. No, just as a defensive too, mechanism sir, against you. what's about to come from Schmidty, I think. Yes. 45 <laughs> minutes of silence and then the tirade. It's yeah, okay. sounding pretty rough already. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah. let's talk banking scandals. So my sources are Sydney Morning Herald, Astor mm-hmm. Legal, The Guardian, the Westpac website... She's sounding oh way my. too highbrow. Uh, the fin- what the fuck? I know, right? Westlad Bible. Who am I? The Financial Review. All that's interesting. Okay, enough. This is just sounding Murderpedia. Like okay, no, no. But but so, you, you know what I'm like with my sources normally. Guess what the last source is? <laughs> Lad Bible. Yeah! Yay! For the win. It was There's a very, one. very brief Lad Bible article. And to be honest, I bet it was. To be honest, I didn't even use it. I just had to Google it to see if they covered it and to their credit just they did. Case. Yeah, yeah. Just in case. So this is a tale of banking scandal involving Westpac. That the, the way I, I'm going to present this, I'm using articles from around 2019 and 2020. So sometimes we'll talk about things that appear to be current day, but really they're two or three years ago. So okay. just, just bear that in mind. Uh, and in case, because people will listen and go, it's not like that anymore, you idiot. And to be honest, I don't know whether it is. Well, they should shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Frankly, if, of all uh, the things that they could listen to that we've said, I'm pretty sure that's not going to yeah. be the drive that drives them to say that outrageous well, comment. that's true. Oh. Yes. And, and I, Any yeah. listener who has a problem with that, email us at trialbywine.gmail.com and I will respond. 
Clown Passions anyway, 20. I was going to say with Clown Passions, with the code, with the code. She's going to give you a discount code for Clown Passions. Oh, I no. say that because no one has ever emailed us, so I'm, I feel confident of that. <laughs> All right, that's safe. Uh, uh, let's just hope it's do. not one of Westpac's lawyers yeah, that is the yes. first one to email us. Indeed. Well, I'll say, I'll, I'll just refer you to Mr. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> right, that should be fun. All right, so um, in 2019, it was revealed that Oztrack, who uh, is a banking security organisation. A regulator. A regulator. Thank you, Risky. No uh, had discovered over 23 million breaches of money laundering legislation. The total amount of the illegal transactions was in excess of $11 billion. The offending occurred through the Westpac... What in- the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> $11 billion. Billion. <laughs> billion. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? That is many money, isn't it? That's many dollars. <laughs> That's more than I can even imagine ever. Yeah, ma- imagine what? counting it. One, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Two, <laughs> two, ah, uh, ah, uh, 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 uh. Where was I? One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. So the offending occurred through the Westpac International Transfer System, which allowed customers to transfer money overseas undetected, undetected being the key. Some of the countries that the funds were transferred to included the Philippines, Mexico, and other Southeast Asian countries, all of which we love. <clears throat> However, it appears that at least 250 customers were able to conduct suspicious transactions to these countries. And brace yourself, Schmidt, this is a bit. It has been alleged these transactions were related to child sex trafficking in those countries. Oh. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> Did you say 250? 250 customers. Not 250,000, not 200. 250 customers. Mm-hmm. But you were like talking b- 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 billions a minute ago. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Different so, so, one's about customers, one's about money. Yeah, so 23 million breaches of money laundering legislation because they weren't tracking all of those That's transactions, right. transactions okay. Okay. With, worth $11 billion. Totaling $11 billion. Hidden within that. Not all of it in child Correct. pornography. No, yeah, so yeah. 250 okay, okay. people. Yeah, yeah. So, so some of the others were um, s- several hundred other individuals who were able to send funds overseas to purchase luxury goods such as cars, boats, homes. However, these customers could not be precisely identified. <laughs> Would you like to know the reason? Oztrack claims that Westpac refused to impose the global standard for international transactions uh, through what we've know what we know as SWIFT. So the Society for Worldwide International Financial Telecommunication. You may have heard of SWIFT through some of the sanctions put on Russia recently. Or if you've ever made an international transaction, you're asked for a SWIFT code. SWIFT code. Uh, every yeah. country has a code. Every so you can push it to the right space. I can't oh, remember Australia's. I must never head. have done that then. Yes. I, don't... I have. Yeah. When I lived overseas, I've used the SWIFT code quite Monaco. Don't need to say that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and each bank has a SWIFT code as well. I'm sure that will only play into the narrative of this, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm about that from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Oztrack said that Westpac refused to use SWIFT because they believed it was too expensive. So in lieu of SWIFT, Westpac... <laughs> I'm surprised they're allowed to. Ah, well... As it turns out, things go a little bit uh, sour if, <laughs> if you don't manage your risk appropriately, don't they, Risky? They do. Did things go a little bit skew-if for Westpac, perhaps? They did. They sure did. Yes. Mm. Excellent, excellent unmuting opportunity. You're welcome. 
I'm here all day. So Westpac set up its own system called LightPay. This was used for small transactions of $3,000 and below. They also set up the Australian cash management platform capable of facilitating payments of up to $100 million. So I feel like the, the world says, yeah, yeah, no, uh, excellent face. What the actual fuck? A hundred million? A yeah, yeah. It's not like it's capped at 10 grand, like my transfers or... Well, there's nothing that you can buy for that amount really, is there? Oh, yes, there well, is. Okay. <laughs> most ex- well, in terms of international exactly. Boats, guns, Even still, there would, there would only be a handful. No, there'd be a handful at a hundred million, there'd be a handful. Um, of boats, I think you would be surprised how many hundred million military involvement in the Solomon gone. Islands. No, 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 no. I'm not saying how many like hundred million. Hey, risky. I'm not could saying you that. add? Could you just add your intel here? Uh, I, yeah, I think you'd be surprised at how many hundred million dollar transactions go on. It's, it's not. That's if it's more than one, I, I would yeah. be surprised. I was saying there are very few things that have that value that you could legitimately yes, say. Correct. You know, if if you're talking about you know, items, whether it's not for a company or whatever else, but for a personal expense, you know, there probably is, as I said, a handful of boats if that worth $100 million. Mm. Even property up at that level, there's not a lot. I mean, you would be hard-pressed to get to that level with any kind of transaction. Smaller ones, sure, millions or whatever else, but that's a hell of a lot, $100 million for a buy, single transaction. But, but the can transaction you buy is multiples? Not, transaction is yeah, not to buy something. One-to-one. Yeah, transaction yeah, is just to move, money. to move yeah, yeah. money from one space ah, to another okay, for yeah, a result. Enough. But, Swanee, on, on okay. that point, how much would you but pay? But you have to give reasons, don't you? When you? Every time we move money, we have to say what we're, we're using or moving that money for. Mm-hmm. So what reasons would they be giving at $100 million? Well, they would be. They'd have to give reasons at $100 million, but Sending we're not money talking. home to my sick Yeah, mom. it could be all sorts of different things. But that's what I'm saying. Surely some, where are the checks and balances there? Am I get, I'm going down a rabbit hole. No, yeah, no, no, yeah so because this, it's this against what's, what this we're expecting. This is all about yeah. not yeah. checks and balances. Because yeah. 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 I just know that when we move anything, we have to give the reason if you're moving money as, you know, as a gift. Or whatever, it has to be. At, at that so amount, that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Because we're often moving 100 millions around. <laughs> Swanee, if you wanted to have military involvement in the Solomon Islands, hypothetically speaking, how much would you pay for yes. that? I reckon, I feel like mm. 100 million. Yeah. Might be there. Charming. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. <laughs> it's but, not a reason that would probably get uh, yeah, through, you put on, but you put yes, on, yes, it would probably just a take cash over tanks. and say, let's, <laughs> yeah. in a big ship, let's not, uh, let's not keep yeah. this in the banks. Yeah, let's um, put that so the fallout has plunged Westpac into crisis and rocked the financial sector. And the allegations are outlined in a statement of claim that the Financial Intelligence Agency, Austrac has lodged in the federal court. So headlines at the time were dominated by allegations that some breaches caused the bank to facilitate child abuse in the Philippines, a revelation that drew searing condemnation from Prime Minister Scott Morrison down. Went all the way to the top. It did. So the scandal claimed the scalps of the now-ousted chief executive Brian Hartzer and chairman Lindsay Maxted, and mm-hmm. calls continue for more blood at the board level. And, and again, this is back in the day. The article I'm reading now was, was set in November, December-ish, and uh, the AGM for Westpac was set for the 12th of December. Yep. And an interview, sorry, an independent review into accountability at the bank is underway, shareholder class actions, lawyers are circling, and the size of the fine imposed by the regular regulator is yet to be revealed. How could so many transactions escape the bank's notice? What does the law say that a bank has to keep track of? And what does the scandal mean for other banks? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> 
the first question I've got, um, and I do have some answers here, but um, maybe risky, you can possibly answer this. And if, possibly. You, if you can, go for it. We'll see. Um, what does the law say a bank has to monitor? Ooh. With international transactions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't answer it down to the legislation. I'll, I'm I'll not start the some of it and then if you can think of yeah, something. go for it. Record keeping, reporting and customer identification are at the heart of a bank's compliance Especially obligations. Especially the ID, yes. Especially the ID. Is yeah. that why they ask you for more ID than you could possibly collect? Yeah, they kind of do. Yeah. yeah like, you know when you go to open a bank account and they say, have you got a birth certificate, a driver's license, Medicare, a bill, and you're like, far well, out. It used to be the whole just got out of school. 100-point system. Well, yeah. essentially it used to be. It's, it's changed slightly and Austrac sort of have oversee that, but it's still essentially the same thing. Right. So, yes. That might make no sense to our overseas listeners or would it make <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's across the world. That. Yeah, so you generally will find the same system for Drug certainly transaction passport, legislation. Yeah. Something else. Like, yeah, yeah. Driver's license and a passport will get you across the line. Index finger. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> your eyeball. And in some yeah. countries they do use your index finger. So I, they, I've worked in the DNA. No, seriously. So in some countries, uh, certainly um, in Asian countries, when you sign a mortgage, you actually – put your finger in um, an inkwell and you sign with your fingerprint as opposed to with yeah, your signature. Not actually your index finger. That no, well, well yeah. that's if you, if you don't pay, well, that may they happen. Know, they, know which, they know which they know the right inkwell. They've got yeah. the fingerprint so yeah, they can make, make sure, sure they, they, they get the right, right finger. Because <laughs> 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 often you'll put your brother up saying it's, yeah, yeah, it's you, here. right? Yeah. So well, hang on a minute. That's why they We've do got it. the print. But, uh, yes, they actually do that. We don't do that wow. in Australia, but we they still do that a lot I'm overseas. I'm glad we don't do that. Mm. If something goes wrong in the process, it quickly gets out of hand, multiplying out of sight, says law firm Hunt and Hunt partner Richard Williams. I Hunt wonder if it's Hunt. like Greg Hunt and Greg Hunt. Possibly. Ooh. Good oath. See uh, Hunt? In fact, <laughs> sorry, the fact that Westpac, you've got 23 million breaches that just shows the magnitude of the reporting obligation. So you can understand why it doesn't work. Has she fallen off her chair again? I'm here. As part of a bank's licence to operate, it must work with financial intelligence agency Austrac to help stop criminals cleaning money or financing terrorism or dirty sex trafficking. Um, Austrac was established on the heels of the 1988 Final Transactions Reports Act for banks and other deposit-taking institutions to lodge reports on cash transactions over 10000 or payments deemed suspicious. Correct. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> During this time, Austrac had what Mr Williams described as an assistance role with the banks, providing education and support to make sure they were complying with the law. And then in 2006, the Anti-Money Laundering and Counter-Terrorism Act came in and that imposed much broader obligations as to know your customer, Mr. Williams said. How well do you know your customer, Risky? Well, you, you know, you've got to, there's a whole heap of different systems that you, you have in banks and, um, and, and sometimes when certain products are developed, yes. uh, there might be some appetite to not use those systems because of all sorts of different reasons. So not sure with the light option that they went with, um, there might have been some things that may have been overlooked uh, because it's well under the 10000 
So that that could have had something to do with it. Um, but getting to know your customers, obviously, and that's what Oddstrap put it, it's called know your customer as opposed to the 100 points now, is you, you need to identify your customer. You need to be very sure on who you're dealing with. Do you take them out to the pub for a wine to get to know them? <laughs> well, in the old days we're allowed to, but we're not allowed to anymore. Oh, so, yeah. What do um, you do then? Yeah, well, you just got to have a bit of a chat. Ask them make boring sure, questions. Yeah, lots of boring questions. Um, make sure the ID is genuine. All sorts of different things that you can report and track. If you're unsure, um, you can go through to different departments. Do you ask what their favourite even team deeper. is? Uh, you can usually, most people use their password as their favourite football team, so it's usually a dead giveaway. So sense. don't do that, listeners. Not a great idea. Okay. See, that's never crossed my mind. Really? Unsurprisingly. Um, I don't have a favourite Well, if you don't have either. one, yeah, that, that, should, that, that will certainly but help. But now that you've said that, I now because sometimes I think, oh, I wonder if that's a giveaway. Now I think, oh, no, I don't have to worry about anything um, yeah, because I now know what everybody else is doing. If they are Abramovich, maybe they will. Yeah. I'm going to go and change all of my passwords before this podcast goes to air. (laughs) If if that's all you do out of this podcast, I will be a happy lady. (laughs) Right. Thanks for the tip. Um, Hang on a minute. We're just having a little yapping problem. The obligations under this Act have progressively increased over time to the point, Mr Williams says, the banks are now the policemen. Mm -hmm. So I think that's significant um, and we probably don't want expert testimony on the basis it might incriminate you but to me if the world says let's use swift and one bank says oh that's a bit expensive why don't we just come up with a slow or you know not so swift and then they're supposed to police things uh things could get out of hand pretty quickly yep. without uh somebody looking so he also said that uh austrac's role changed over time so they've moved from an assistance model to an enforcement model correct the regulator's chief executive now has powers to issue fines for a greater range of offenses and reports are required on every international transaction no matter the size so that means like if it was a five center you'd have to do a report still essentially yes or you have to keep record of such. And so what he does say, and, and I think this is a really important thing, making sure a bank is compliant is a costly and thankless task. If it works, nothing happens. Correct. And this is the thing with these kind of cases and these scandals is usually we hear about them because they it didn't work, all right? Mm. So we don't hear about all the things that do, which is like people that I'm, thankfully I'm employed in the industry. So yep. we... We work tirelessly to make sure that things do work and people, we do know our customers and people are protected and people's money is protected and, and their space is protected. But and how much money, and I don't need you to answer this, but how much <laughs> money must a bank spend to track all of this and, and keep records of it all so that nothing happens? And that's just this. This is just international transactions. What yeah, about right. domestic transactions? And then we've got mortgages, unsecured lending. We've got everything that needs to be tracked to make sure, one, we know our customer, there's no fraudulent activity, and that also there's a massive piece of legislation called Responsible Lending, RG209, um, and that is to make sure that lending is not unsuitable for the customer, which is an oxymoron, not unsuitable. We're, mm-hmm. I always We're find not ripping them off Yeah, I, Yeah. <laughs> And and the banks have an obligation to make sure that they can prove that to, to bodies like Austrac, but also at the end of the day, it's to the customer. It sounds um, fascinating. I'm surprised that there aren't more people in this industry. Oh, there is a lot of people in this industry. <laughs> um, if you had to, if I'll, I'll give you a general thing of how much it costs the bank. Um, if you if you look at a hundred dollars, 
how much do you think the risk element of a bank would cost a bank in one every for every hundred dollars? Thirteen cents or thirteen dollars? Nah, much lower. Oh. Yeah, thirteen cents. Yeah. So if you averaged, um, if you looked before two thousand nineteen, no, it's it's just around five cents. Hey, not did you all banks, that or are you but just some banks. Incredibly yeah, smart. Yeah, you're, no, you're smart. No, I'm just incredibly smart. Carla yeah, Schmidt knows me. everything about crime, doesn't she? Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't sound no, like she, a lot, but it you, is a lot. She's involved in quite a lot of criminal activity. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah, I've already written her down. Well. We'll, we we'll, talked we'll go about how many b- 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 billion dollars before. Like, yeah, it's a lot of money. Five cents of every b- 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 billion dollars. That's a shit ton. When did you develop yeah. a stutter? <laughs> when I learned how to say b- 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 billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> can you say it's kikika Ken coming to kikika kill me? <laughs> Yes, I can. Without without <laughs> stuttering? <laughs> it's Ken coming to Ken. Multiple, multiple b- b- billion dollars. <laughs> oh, goodness. There goes my COVID cough. Um, right. So uh, let's talk about how do banks track overseas transactions? I, uh, I can tell you at a very high level. So um, obviously, yeah, yeah, I will. Um, so obviously, customers make Hang those on. transactions. Do they come up with some dodgy in-house tracking system? Well, clearly, some banks do. Oh, interesting. Not all banks. Not all banks. Um, but certainly, some banks do. And um, but Westpac did. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I can do that. How we see it. I'm not spending millions on joining it. Swift. I can do that. Says fuck that for a lot. Someone Five in cents IT. In yeah, exactly. Five cents in the bucket. Let's do it. You pay me a million dollars, <laughs> and I'll come up with the best system ever. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what it is, right? So at the end of the day, with all of these decisions, there's a person that makes a decision. So you can put as many checks and balances and controls in place as you like, but at the end of the day, there is always a person that will override that decision if necessary. And that's sometimes the CEO, CFO, CRO, whoever they might be. So it, it just depends. It depends on making CFM? money. CFM? Huh? CFM? Couldn't fuck that no. <laughs> Come fuck me. No. You know those boots? What are you, you saying get, to me? You get CFM boots? I thought I was a guest. CFM. <laughs> Is it? Oh, I've never had those boots. You are boots. a guest. You're a very welcome guest. I've never, ever had a pair of those boots. Of what boots? The knee highs. Yeah. I've always admired yeah, people that can wear them with a the really big stiletto on them. Like, really? My goodness. Why is that? Because I know I couldn't. Because you can't? Yeah, <laughs> you're a can't. You always what? <laughs> you mean like Julia Roberts in... Um, yeah, yeah come fuck you me know? boots. You've been drinking and too she much. Had the, um, she had the condoms down the side. She did. Yeah. Remember? Yes, but yeah. she was a hooker. Oh. Have you always wanted to be a hooker? Is that what you're saying? Oh, look, now that I'm amongst friends. I'm so glad you asked. I've been wanting to get this out for years. I know, right? <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, let's talk about banking law. It's so exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. Back to yeah, the yeah. story. So, yeah, do you want to tell us about how banks track overseas transactions? Yes. so or basically, would you like my dry as fuck? You could have yeah. it dry as fuck if you like, but at the end of the day... No, back to the banking story, remember? People process controls and systems. That's how they do it. People process controls and systems. That's how they do it. That's a... It's a long-winded way of there's a whole heap of things. There's control. So as a, as a risk professional, put controls in place. Yeah. So controls are usually processes that override a, 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 or that override something that's happening and then that should stop it or mitigate the risk. 
Yeah. Mitigation so, and response. Correct. Right. There's two mm-hmm. things I always love to say. You mitigate or you detonate and Ooh. those controls mm-hmm. will help you Ooh. understand Schmitty that. normally detonates <laughs> after she's been pre-gaming. Well, for... She's about to. It's quite yeah. funny you say that because... Because um, at some point after I was crisis management response lead for my organisation, I then, I don't even know how, was asked to be the lead of compliance, audit and risk. Oh, fabulous. Did you, mm-hmm. um, did you strap an explosive device to yourself to say <laughs> mitigate or I'm going to detonate? <laughs> no, no, no. And, no, then, and then just open out. your jacket and wink. <laughs> I just learnt about risk profiles and bullshit and shit and stuff. Risk appetite. And, uh, so you practically work for the FBI. Yeah. We didn't have an appetite. No appetite. <laughs> no appetite for risk. There's nothing at all. Um, appetite for destruction? None whatsoever. We had no risk appetite. We had, uh, we had shit all. Had al- alcohol appetite by the sounds of it. Oh, so my question is, and it may be a bit premature because I'm not sure how much further I'm used to premature in this house. It's fine. Oh, good. That's good. Um, <laughs> if we're talking specifically about Westpac, and I, I imagine it's any bank, but I mean, that's who we're talking about, would there be people within the institution who their sole responsibility is risk? So when they're sitting at their desk looking at what their task is mm-hmm. versus what the people who've created this product, you know, for um, what was it called, light, what would they be going, uh, uh, Forgive me, may I just I'm a bit uncomfortable with I don't think they this. would say would, forgive me. Would they have me. had an in-house team going, uh, yes. I don't, Usually. I'm not sure this is quite what I would uh, be. Or I think she's getting to the end of the story. T- <laughs> Carla. Oh, sorry. Carla, no, it's I, good, Carla. It's a great question. So, Carla, to give you a different um, spin on that, if we spoke about yeah. the, the bin story at the start. So if it's your responsibility <laughs> to bring in the bins and you don't, yes. And then someone yes. else has to take over and do that for you. Mm. Yes. What happens? Mm. And that's the so what. Like, Does it work like just nobody really like knows? So no once, one's really responsible. We, and everyone goes, oh, it was their responsibility. Once we finish, are you going to go out there and stomp some heads? Or are you just going to go, <laughs> honestly, I don't want to hear about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably the, yeah. yeah, and, that, and that's, that's probably what happened. That's the story we're yeah. looking at, yeah. I'm making shit up now, but, you know, I could imagine someone just going, you know what, I just don't want to hear it. I'm not interested. Or you've got people that will absolutely put their hand up and um, it it, it could be. fall on their sword. uh, Yes, yes. So all all corporates, including banks, will have a whistleblower program as such. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is tightly managed in most, certainly most banks I've ever worked with. But also there's a there's <laughs> stigma in some cultures about using those particular channels ruins uh-huh. your and, and what mm-hmm. comes about from that with, you know, rumour and innuendo. So there's a yep. lot of stuff, but I think it's, it's, it's a very valid question. There will always be people that are at those desks going, hmm, that doesn't look right, and it will yep. very much depend on the culture that they work in, whether that goes okay. up to where it needs to be. Mm. So I've worked across the industry with lots of different bosses and, you know, some will absolutely take things some on board. Some will bring the bins in and, and some will bring wait the bins for someone in else to and, bring them and, in. And sit there and talk to you and try and, and seek to understand yep. as opposed to being understood. Um, and then some will go, no, 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 it's cool, just carry on, right? So it, wow. it You will, don't bring yep, the bins yep. in, I'll bring the bins in. But that's that's in anything. So, I, I mean, I've yeah, worked yeah, in no, retail and you can, your yeah, manager in retail yeah, goes, you know, you put yeah. the rings in the wrong place. I used to work in jewellery many years ago and um, 
they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Where another manager go, no, 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 put them in the right place and clean that's, them. That's so really it just depends it's on the person. It's important that you say I worked in jewellery because last week we did a story where somebody had nine <laughs> vulvas in a box. <laughs> that was mine. And yeah, yeah. What are we yeah, going to yeah, do with I those? Just, yeah, I put a the vulva. rings in the wrong spot. Nine yeah, yeah. as in box a, vulvas? Yeah. Vulvas. Nine box vulvas. Nine box vulvas. I had a soap once that was a vulva, but anyway. Um, I have a were. question. <laughs> How does the public. A what? I have a question. How does the public. Dis- a soap? <laughs> Shush. How does the Public dis- Disclosure Act work in your world? Uh, in what way? So, what, what? so in my world, the public is... You just disclose yourself in public. No, the Public <laughs> Disclosure Act is, is, is a um, whistleblower act. So, yes. and, it, and it protects people who whistleblow and say, this, whether it's bullying and uh, what, like when that. I was doing my world of um, compliance risk... Entertainment. Shush. Oh. Uh, compliance risk and stuff, stuff and shit. shit. Yeah, I love that you dabble. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm dabble. Yeah, it's amazing the <laughs> shit that my I'm organization risky. has made the marketing manager <laughs> do. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. Uh, crisis management lead. Anyway, enough said. Oh yes, uh, my we had time. a pandemic. Yeah. Schmitty, can you just step right up? Yeah, no worries. I will. The Public Disclosure Act uh, is a no-wrong-door policy, right? So if mm-hmm. I go to IBAC or I'm in a government world, I go to IBAC. Not a, not a federal government one because we don't have. No, no, but this is state government. Just Despite promises. Yeah, but you, you could still complain about these things. Anyway, my question to you is uh, in the world of banking. Oh, there's a point. Excellent. In the, shut up. In the, point of, in the, in the world of banking. Like what yes. protects the people who want to blow the whistle? You, well, certainly they have, every bank is different, but they'll have a whistleblower policy. So it's a part of what they need to have, which sets out very clear. Is that protect them? Um, not always. <laughs> Um, Mostly. But, yeah. Um, but And there's certain steps that have to be taken. It has to be taken very seriously, obviously reported on. People remain anonymous if they choose. All banks have, you know, very clear training on their whistleblower policy and um, very strict guidelines on which way to go if you need help. So I think it's it's very accepted that it's there and I know it's it, it can be well used. Um, but, again, like any corporate, it will depend entirely on the culture. Mm, okay. So you know. I've worked in the banks that I've worked with, never a problem. That whistleblower policy is if it's used and, 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 I, and I certainly have been a part of where someone's used it in teams that I've been involved in, you know, uh, it is taken really seriously it because be too, at the end of the yeah. day there could be a massively systemic issue that's affecting our customers like this one, for example, mm-hmm. and it, and that's your first chance as a risk professional to go, there's something actually really wrong yeah, here. Yeah, and I've is tried it? to is talk it? to my own internal management and they're not listening. Yeah, so, and that's where the culture comes in, right? Mm-hmm. So where the importance is of what's really important, what drives that organisation at its core. Mm-hmm. So I had a, um, we had a mortgage with Westpac once. Did you? And for a number of reasons we left um, having had an unsatisfactory experience. And is it <laughs> Because you were a bit pissed off you couldn't be moving your millions abroad. Yeah, yeah. No, I couldn't. <laughs> no, I couldn't. That'll, 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 that'll put it into it, the relationship. It was, actually be- Enough. it was actually because I got... This is becoming um, workable. I was sexually trafficked. 
and oh. and so I rang them and blamed them. No, it wasn't that at all. Um, no, we had a mortgage and, you know, whatever. So but what I was going to ask is, you know, if I didn't like the responses I was getting from the person on the phone in that context, is it reasonable to extrapolate that they will therefore not be using SWIFT and have made up their own international banking system? Well, just because we're talking about banking culture. Yes, it is reasonable. No, no, like no, absolutely. There's oh. absolutely no connection that no, no. I can see with that so whatsoever. I was so happy to go down that. <laughs> but thank you very much for, for asking the okay, question. Right. Um, no, thank you for clarifying because yeah, I was ready That was to, nonsense. I was ready to tee <laughs> nonsense. off. Nonsense. Nonsense, <laughs> yes. Risky yeah. has been challenged to use that word a lot. Nonsense. It Owing to a, technol- a technological, a technological error that apparently went undetected for years, Westpac did not report 19.5 million IFTIs, which are known as International Funds Transfer Instruction Reports. Snore. <laughs> to further complicate matters, 99% of these transactions came from Citibank, mm-hmm. a third party using Westpac to, inverted commas, clear its Their money. funds. Yes, and, and usually other funds as well, so domestic transfers as well. So, right. So what can happen? So yes. some banks don't have their own, uh, you know, licenses, blah, 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 blah. And so they will use a third party to transact for so them. So they go, I don't want to pay for SWIFT, therefore I'll get I'll go Westpac and use Light this and, or, no, or, or I'll get Westpac to do all of my transactions for me as a third party. Assuming they have a so, system that works. Yeah, and then the systems work with each other. So essentially if you were a, a smaller bank, you would have all of your customers transacting through your app, et cetera, et cetera. But to transact all that money, Westpac transacts at all and then pushes it back to the smaller bank to push it into the It accounts. sounds like Chinese whispers. Like if I tell you something yeah, it can and be then very you tell Stuart something and Stuart says, tells Swanee something and Swanee tells pre-gaming Schmitty something, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not going to be the same. So if you look at Citibank as a smaller bank, especially with... Sorry, we're talking about um, computer transactions. So, yeah, so we're just I, pushing money around. Yeah, I don't think it is quite the what you just de- described, Paul. No, no well, I, I nice, nice play, a, but... I, it's, a, it's an analogy, right? Yeah, but it's, it's a bad one. Um, they're just pushing shit around everywhere. The, the question is where are the checks and balances on where the legality is about stuff. Right. So we're going to talk about this now. So mm-hmm. what role did Citibank play? So Citibank was revealed to be uh, be Bank A from Austrac's Statement of Claim, making it one of four correspondent banks that use Westpac to lodge its IFTI reports. City was quizzed by Labor MP Andrew Lee during the House of Representatives Standing Committee on Economics for its role in providing Westpac with information about payments. And he said, should you not have been more proactive in providing those full details? And City Australia's Chief Executive, Mark Lewitt, replied, I think clearly the responsibility for reporting on these transactions was not ours. Correct. Risky? That is true, right? So, like in, well, yes and no. But oh. um, from, from, it depends how you look at it. But the so what is, is that if they employ. Yeah, they employed a third party to do that on their behalf. So, the third yeah. party puts a contract in place to do these. The third party is actually the transactor. If you. They're the person accepting. If you magic pussy someone into killing someone for <laughs> you. Are you responsible? Yeah, right. <laughs> I magic pussy someone. Yeah, yeah. So if you go, 
A little, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little, yeah. Okay. yeah. And they go, oh, I better kill that person. That's not Probably. how magic pussy works. No, anyway. no, no, I, I don't think so I either. I wouldn't know. Because I have I, a magic pussy. You know pussy. you oh, yeah, yeah. Work like that. And so, you know, like, like, Your demonstration. like last year when I was, last week when I was doing the <laughs> booby playing. Uh, let me explain. Sorry. <laughs> I don't, Sorry, I don't risky, know how any of that risky. works. Oh, because yes, yes. Clarky and Wu don't know how this works. If you were such an amazing lay that yes. the person who had sex with you said, I'll take all responsibility. Who do you want me to kill? Yeah, I'll take all responsibility <laughs> responsibility for everything and I will go and transact a b- 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 billion dollars worth of transactions. <laughs> yep. You say, well, it's not my fault. I, I just gave him the b- b- billion dollars and he transacted that. And Correct. the fact that I've got a magic pussy is neither here nor there. Does that mean no, that Citibank has a magic pussy? Well, I it means that Citibank. They are successful. I think it's that Citibank <laughs> was relying on the fact that they couldn't be held to account for. As does everyone because, with a magic pussy. But they that's had a right. contract in place. Yeah, and, and so they Citi- said yeah, we're yeah. Sub- essentially if that's we. Right. They said so we're the pussy sub- is the contract. That's right. So, no, no, the, the pussy pus- is the join. The pussy is Citibank. Yeah, yeah. The, the contract is the the contract is you go kill someone for me, and the only reason you did that is because I got a ma- 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 magic pussy. Anyway, but but in a banking Which context, otherwise in this pus- context would be money paid. Wouldn't the, to the other person, person? Wouldn't the magic pussy be the person from Citibank who is going to Westpac saying, "Can you do this for no. us?" And they go, "One hundred percent, we can." No, 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 no. Citibank said, here, have 99 cents. You can take the last cent on every dollar, mm-hmm. right? And then Westpac said... We're absolved of our responsibility. That's right. And then uh, Westpac said, I'll take that $1 on a b- 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 billion and that makes me shit tons of cash. I can't do the maths because I'm a bit drunk. No way. And so <laughs> forth and so on. And that's why... What you are raising as a story is d- 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 dirty money, and you're quite right. Go on, dirty money. So it's Ooh. it's like if you can dip your wick in your oh, pussy, stop it. and then oh, I, to, I, I really have to edit this shit out. You can't. You can't <laughs> you say can't dip say your wick. It's totally. It's a bank <laughs> to bank magic pussy story. I think is what I'm hearing. <laughs> You have a euphoric moment and then you go forth and do whatever you do with the thing that I contracted you to do and the payment of what I contracted you to do was the euphoric, like the thing that provided the euphoric moment. That's the Correct. That's the best I can do in, in not being <laughs> yeah. as yeah, I think filthy you, I, as I, you. I, I, your, in, your analogy is a good one. Is she calling you filthy, Risky? Oh, I hope so. I'm calling you <laughs> I filthy, I do have a magic Clarky. pussy. <laughs> risky so far. Uh, don't we all, Dal? <laughs> but I'm not calling risky anything. So here's here's the important thing, right? So Westpac says when it realised it had not properly lodged a large number of these reports, it self-reported the compliance breaches to Austrac in August 2018. Oopsies. So- Oopsies. Sorry about that. No, no, but so when we're talking about self-reporting's good. whistleblowing and all that sort of thing, yeah, self-reporting. so Westpac self-reported. How do you do that, Whiskey Sour? Do you um do you just drop it in sort of like a informal email? You just sort of go, oh, 
Hi, hey guys. As well. <laughs> FYI, well, you actually, we no, just did you have a good weekend? No, you guys just knock kind of um, on the door. Please, yeah, show them your advance, magic pussy and hope for the kind best. Regards, <laughs> yeah, kind regards, all that kind of stuff. It's just like a one live yeah, 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 it's kind of it's, like. It's not you, it's me. 20, yeah, e- email possible. subject line. Whoopsies! You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's never an email that anyone wants to write. Let me know if you want to follow this up. Uh, you know, I'll leave it to you. But usually, it, it, would it you does, do it by email? You do it by a report, and then that'll yeah. that'll get picked up, and then the Don't you, shit gets real. Would you preempt it with a phone conversation so a or a face to face chat? Uh, there could that could happen. Water cooler. Yeah, that yeah. could happen. And and exactly. that could happen both ways. Would sometimes. would there be a possibility that I reckon there might be an opportunity if if you're doing the wrong thing anyway, where you might go, can I magic pussy my way out of this, or is that well, not an that could be put in the email, yeah, <laughs> yes. or the informal chat at the Australia Club. I don't know. Who yeah, that's to, what it would who be. Who am I to talk? No, well, it can't be the Australia <laughs> Club because pussies aren't allowed. Exactly. <laughs> In this realm, there's a lot of informality, I would assume. I yes, don't know. I hope so. Mm. Maybe there's a couple of faxes before Is the there? email. Pigeons. Oh, look, of I what? don't know. I, I, there will, there's always formality. Now, I, I know there's forms there and they be... have to be lodged and then there's and then there's process and controls from OzSAC that come across mm. the top of it. And there would they have were, to they be. They were there not long after. like when you go to your boss and say, oh, I've made this mistake. Would you mind calling the agency, or would you mind calling the client? No. And they get on the phone. Oh, look what's look what's happened here. I'm real sorry, but you know. Uh, look, I don't. I don't oh, think it'd be my laugh. boss. And anyway, <laughs> I'll send you an email to confirm what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but... Why don't you about, just come on over? Put it in writing we'll just... as well, but just so you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've had we've had a little bit of a muck up oh, here. Oh, I just wanted to get ahead. Just so you know personally, I'll let you know. Look, in person. at the end of the day, there is always formality. Yeah, I've got yes. to say that is Swanee's background in advertising agencies yeah. coming. I, to I just the want board. you to know. I, I feel yeah. like the CEO of Westpac oh. rang the CEO of Austrac and said. Fuck me, mate. We were magic pussied by Citibank <laughs> and now we're all fucked. But anyway, I'll put that in writing in a more professional context so that. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, when, when this. Just gets giving you a heads up here, Dal. Yep. All right, so um, Westpac self reported. However, Austrac alleges that despite senior management being aware of a long standing non compliance, they failed to make resolving the problem a priority. Surprise. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so uh, regulatory compliance is all about managing data well, says Anthony Quinn, former Macquarie employee turned anti-money laundering compliance expert. Ooh. That would be a good job, mm. although there'd be a little bit too much compliance. I like. Isn't any job at Macquarie good? Don't they call it like the millionaire factory or something? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to say, he's not going back into banking after that. After that choice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also says generally banks are really bad at this. Um, it's typically where they fall down. The remaining alleged breaches were related to Westpac failing to properly record the origin of international funds transfers, which occurred more than three point five million mm-hmm. times. It's like um, Bart Simpson. I think there's an episode in The Simpsons, or it might be Homer. I can't remember who. Is he from Springfield? He is from Springfield. Oh. Yes, I don't. Oh, we can bring it into every week. Well done. Steve. I don't even know which Springfield he's from, though. Carla does. does. Carla, you know, Illinois. Is it? Uh, I think it's Illinois. Yeah. Oh, no, we've. So I think that's from one of my stories. As Schmitty, well. if you yeah. do know where which Springfield he's from, where should you email us at? 
1201. Can someone At please Gmail. email them? <laughs> yeah, someone fucking email us. And not just shit. Put your promo code in for Clown Passions. Clown Passions yes, 20. Exactly. Trouble Wine Clown Passions 20. Yeah. Episode 33, we haven't had a name. We haven't had anything. I mean, pull your socks up, listeners. Try and engage. Anyway. Listener from Russia, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, seriously, yes, we'd love to oh, hear from anyone. It was based on Springfield, Oregon. Oh, what a... <laughs> yeah. he might he he might send an email that said, "Would you mind accepting this money on my behalf?" Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you get me out of here because I don't like what we're doing to the Ukraine? I, need I reckon a, that. I need would a new life. A hundred percent. But you know what? All the people who slip into my DMs, I, I, aka my friends. I beg your pardon. Could they you slip go... in your DMs. What is? Is that a metaphor for something? <laughs> oh, how old are you? You don't know what slip into my DMs mean. Oh, where have we been? Doc Martens. Is that what you where? mean? Oh, what are you slip? You're being facetious. Isn't oh, it? Are you dirty being facetious? No, I'm completely clueless. No, so am I. You really? Oh, used to... No, oh. it's not being facetious. That's you what the young but... kids say. That's how you get in touch oh. with people. Slip into my yeah, DM. Yeah, you slip into Ooh. my DM. Thank you, Carla, for backing me Hang on, is that what the young people I'm sorry <laughs> that Clark, he's 100 years old. Turns out he's a wizened old man. But, um, <laughs> is that like or just out of touch. Carla, do you remember when I said Schmidty's going to give it to me double barrel during this episode? It's starting. Keep going, Schmidty. Keep going. She's got, she's got the vest attached. She's going to go boom later when she detonates. <laughs> yeah. At any rate, just keep even Stop, stop sending mitigate, me. Mitigate, mitigate. Those of you of the. Very small numbers that do listen to us regularly. <laughs> Please stop sending me direct text messages. Please email us at trialbywine at gmail.com. I'd be so happy. I set that up months ago. No one bothers us. Please do you check it please, like please. daily. I do. And it's, just, it's just, it's really sad. It's really sad. Oh, back to the story. Yeah. Back to the story. God, what were we talking about? There's been so many stories. Sleeping, um, pussy, chunks. Oh, it's just a, enough with the puss. No, yeah. Normally, normally we have these same <laughs> conversations. If you've got a magic slip pussy and you've recently discovered it, slip into my DM. Sing it to the world. <laughs> Podcast about it. Slip into my DM. DM. Yeah, I'm, I'm educated. Browse. Who is to blame? Mm. Anyone got any thoughts who's to blame so far? Westpac. Ooh. Swanee? I, I don't – yes, I, I suspect that that's true. I find it interesting that there is a, a body as such whose job is to oversee this kind of Do you of find activity. it interesting or surprising or actually oh, Disappointing. Boring. And you know what I mean when I say I'm disappointed yeah. when I say I'm a bit yeah. disappointed. I'm absolutely raging. <laughs> No, I'm disappointed that if there was, and I'm like understanding correctly that Austrac was around at that time. It wasn't, yep. it didn't, it wasn't, didn't Yes, but it was evolving so as, think, as was, you know, it, okay. it's a new world. But it existed in some. It does. It's yeah, so a I'm a very little, long time. I'm a little disappointed with them. I'm a little disappointed with the management of um, Westpac because, I mean, where does the buck stop? How high up does it have to go? Somebody must have known. So good, good. Somebody must good have chat. known. Keep those thoughts for when we get to crimes and sentences. So um, Austrac <laughs> okay. blames an indifference of senior management towards compliance. It says the bank was warned about its systemic failures but was either slow to act or did nothing about it. Uh, Westpac has launched an independent inquiry. Don't mm. we know how good they are? 
to determine who should be held accountable within the bank. The prudential regulator, APRA, that sounds like the um, the the acronym for people who are over fifty. What's that called? <laughs> APR. 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 Okay, so the prudential regulator isn't isn't a group that, of Clarkie. people over fifty. I do. My God, you're in that group now. Hey, thank you. <laughs> now you're going on APR holidays and thank stuff. Thank you for pointing that out, Swanee. <laughs> I would have. Ex- oh, don't worry. I'm quickly following, so I, I've taken mental yep. note. Don't worry. I'm not far behind Good. you, darling. Now, again, did this already exist, or was this one that came into being? Oh no, as a already of this? existed. There's been there's been oh, so people around, around well. who okay. are over fifty for millennia. <laughs> um, I don't I don't oh, know. Google. I just got the story. I don't know the detail. No, no, I, I I'm I'm just trying. You're asking to risky. See what they were what they? No, I'm asking you. What did you say they were doing, or what was their view, or what was their? Authority. Let's go with the Australian so Performing Rights Association, who <laughs> people like me. who are the yeah, prudential yeah, yeah. regulator. <laughs> will decide whether to pursue yeah. action against Westpac under the federal government's banking executive accountability regime. 100%. Because most people who earn 50 cents in the $500,000 of performing rights go, you know, Westpac, you're wrong. I've got my mortgage with you. Yeah. You're horrible. Yeah, you've got a bad culture. Because I spoke to someone on the phone. <laughs> you know that culture, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Schmitty, how do we count to 100? One, two, skip a few, 99, That's 100. exactly what we're about to do now because there's like, you know, what's the impact, what's at stake at the AGM, blah, blah, blah. So, anyway, the, the shareholders had to pay squillions and bazillions and, and, and manage all of the payment of the fine. And so then there was an outrage at the AGM. There should have been an outrage at the AGM. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, just the way the business is being run. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you alarming. one of the quotes about the um, there's bits between 2 and 99 that we're skipping. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but importantly, some of those shareholders would have been like my mum who has shares in Telstra. Mm-hmm. There are people who will own shares in Westpac who are not shareholders. financial people. They're just people who bought stuff. 100%. Just, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and superannuation. People who don't even know they have Westpac sure. shares have it in superannuation. Because they're so blue chip. People who are seriously affected by the vast majority of the population, yeah. Lots of people, would, and they had to pay for this. Yes. So I'll, I'll just tell you a couple of things between 2 and 99, the stuff that we skipped. So old mate Mr. Maxstead, who um, left as a result of this, said, we do have lots of contractual arrangements in place. I do think that what we have done so far with regards to remuneration has been adequate but I understand you might not agree and other people here might not agree. And to, to your point, Schmitty, um, get ready. The chairman has also defended the final pay packet of Mr. Hartzer, who was the outgoing CEO, CEO. Yep. Yep. Um, stating the $2.7 million fixed income to the end of his 12-month notice period was not overly generous. Discuss. Go fuck yourself. Well said. It's interesting, right? So, you know, you've got a job and you do it and the bank gets fined a shitload of money and I'll tell you that amount shortly, but you get paid out your um, 12-month notice period and that's not overly generous. Which is in your contract. But also in your contract is don't do stuff that's illegal. It would have to be proven. Yeah, and you're earning $2.7 million a year. 
Go fuck yourself. Who the fuck? Oh, Do your job, I mean, mate. Oh, Don't come up with Westpac Life or whatever it's called. The Prime Minister of this country doesn't earn that. Thank God. Oh, God, I, well, nor should he. <laughs> well, he doesn't, does it? Nor should Jesus. he. Um, does he earn? Oh, you uh, mean you mean Scotty? <laughs> Scotty, from, Scotty from where? Not from marketing. Scotty from my arsehole. And my arsehole got some bad, dr- bad. Oh, that stop was one it. of the smelliest oh, no, poos no, your no. asshole has ever done. No, you're going to be editing yeah. that. <laughs> I agree. Me. Trust no, me. <laughs> no, you. Oh. <laughs> okay. So blah blah. A whole lot of people um, lost money. They cut their dividend. Their shares. They, they did reduce the yep. bonuses for the uh, executives. You missed that bit. They reduced the bonuses. They did. Well, the like short-term a, ones. They don't actually mention the long-term, but they did reduce the reduce the bonuses. Yeah. I'm questioning whether they should have even got paid, let alone whether they should have oh, got bonuses. Wow. You know, yeah. like Martha Fokker. But this is interesting. This is where you need to work out who where who was responsible, who knew about it. So, I'm. When you're talking about bonuses being reduced, are you talking about that as a blanket sort of statement? I mean, I don't know if you know, because I'm assuming some people wouldn't have known. Some yeah. people would have been heavily aware. Swanee, what um, happened so, is they finished yeah. podcasting and they went out and said, I asked you two to bring the bins in. You didn't do that. <laughs> and therefore, you don't get any chocolate over Easter. Same, and, and same that's, deal. I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, so that's, okay that's reducing that because, yeah. bonuses. Does it mean that they don't get clothing next week or, or chocolate no, the following week as a chocolate following week because there's leftovers yes. and we don't know what to do with it, so now you can have some. Correct. It's that. It has to be a consequence. So shares in the bank were $1.03% lower um, by 12.50 on Thursday. We're talking about some point in like, 2020 i don't know what's thursday and by now i don't really care um sometime in the past and, yeah that's anyway. right and they had slipped 9.1 percent <laughs> since austrack allegations were aired last month which was also not last month that's what about 8.7 billion from the company's market capitalization ouch so when you're talking about the effects on shareholders and superannuation people who um, have either deliberately invested in this company because it's blue chip or um, their super has done that, there's a fairly big impact. Correct. So this all sort of came to light in 19 uh, with a 20 in front of it. So 2019. In 2020, uh, in July, so six or seven months later, uh, according to The Guardian, now, Westpac says it has failed to fix an immature and reactive culture of dealing with risks such as its money laundering and child exploitation scandal despite pledging to do so almost two years ago. The damning findings are contained in a new review of Westpac's corporate culture commissioned by the bank on the request of the prudential regulator, also known as APR, <laughs> in December after anti-money laundering authorities launched legal action. Actually, no, it was the Australian Performing Rights Association, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we established That's it right, was an yeah, APR. Yeah. It said it would reset an existing program designed to deal with the bank's longstanding cultural woes Remember this because I'm going to tell you some other stuff that weren't in my notes. I did say culture Wasn't earlier. in my Just notes. Saying. I'm telling you, when I rang that person about my home loan, they had a bad culture. 
Yeah, well, culture is <laughs> I, a and, and by, of an by culture. At I mean attitude. But if Eric in that whole thing, my dad used to say Eric, referring to Eric Hunt, and he'd like we'd go to a, an event where Eric there's lots Hunt, of people and yeah. go, "Oh my god, Eric Hunt's here!" <laughs> Not again. <laughs> he hated it when Eric face. was there. Yeah, yeah, what, exactly. Everyone, what everyone? everyone? <laughs> Apparently, he said reset an existing program designed to deal with the bank's long-standing cultural woes. Remember this because this is 2020. On the same day, the bank's new chairman, John McFarlane, claimed in an interview that it was hard to attract top talent, top executive talent, because pay for banking bosses had fallen across the scandal-ridden sector. Mm-hmm. So um, Westpac admitted most but not all of the alleged failings Uh, In this new report, the bank said there were five root causes of its continuing problems, an organisational construct that creates complexity, whatever. Shantville. Too many Mm -hmm. layers. Yeah, yeah, but that's their responsibility. No one does that for them. Um, An immature and reactive risk culture in non-financial risk management. What does that really mean? Immature in the sense that they didn't have a mature like as in a, an experienced It means team they no, left the kids to bring the no bins in listens. and the kids were never going to bring the bins in. You can't say no, that. No, it surely. means that no one listens to the risk team. They go, yeah, 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 that's Carla, I think what it means is when you put responsibility on the youngest members of the family, sometimes they just won't do it. Risky? I feel like the youngest uh. members of the family said, <laughs> Snoresville, we're All not I listening to. All I can say to. is risk is everybody's business. So it should be. There was a movie called be Risky the Business. Burger, the Junior Burger, all the way up to the Big Macs, right? So you should. Risky, you're absolutely right. That is everyone's responsibility. Correct. Does everyone in an organisation take that responsibility? That is a very good question, Smith, and this is what may have happened here. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like that explanation itself is actually saying, you know what? It's not really what we do. We don't yeah, really we're, we're own that. It, we just so say, we you know, just go along with it. it's but not financial risk management. Data. No one died. Well, actually, they probably did. Probably quite a few people died. It's pretty sad what might have happened. Correct. Failings in the three lines of, of defence model the bank uses to combat fraud and other risks. A lack of management capability and challenges in execution and staying the course. Three lines of defence. Well, you have first line, second down. line, you know, third line. Yeah. The white and blue. Exactly. It, it does sound toothpaste. like a toothpaste ad. Look, everyone else can carry on, but Risky, let's talk about the three lines. <laughs> Fucking hell, Swanee, everyone else can carry on. Did you hear that? <laughs> Listeners, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as you were, go. I think I might oh. have to come back next week. They... <laughs> The, the other, the other, uh, the listeners who have worked in risk can appreciate the three lines. Of well, that'll be none of them. Go right ahead, risky. Yeah. Could, um, <laughs> if you have worked in risk, can you email us <laughs> at trialbywife at gmail That's why we risky get no emails. No <laughs> exactly. I don't expect to hear a single thing. <laughs> risk, risky, yes, risky, yes, yes. risky. Talk to me about your three lines of defence in finance. Well, it, it, it's a traditional way of looking at Is risk. Is one a water cannon? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I me wish that was too. the second line, me but anyway, too. we won't go there. And please edit that out. Uh, but, so you've got first line of defence is usually your front line teams. Your, the tellers? Your, 
Yeah, they're a first line of defence. Um, the phone know, people that I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm, I, I traditionally work in first line. I have worked in second line. So you've got first line, which is your the running of the processes. So they're over across them. They understand the control. Well, they should. The controls. They understand yeah. the controls. They run the processes. So everything should be running quite nicely. So that's first line defence. Mm-hmm. So they're the first ones to... To, to, to get onto something that might not to be working the quite, yeah. quite well, yep, right? Yep, yep. Then you've got yep. second line. Now, <laughs> second line, uh, different in every organisation. Um, sometimes they can be very unattached to the first line and they become problematic at times and argumentative on what the first line should That's do. After um, too many however, pieces. in some organisations they work really well and there's good relationships between second line and first line yeah. to make sure that those process controls work really well. So mm. second line generally will go to the regulator, they'll work with the regulators, they'll do all of that thing. So they're the ones that had to say we were magic pussy by Citibank? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So they will look at legislation and then they will... Um, piece it together possibly for the organisation, but then it's up to first line most of the time to get what second line do and try and make it work, which is where the angst yeah. is in often organisations. And then there's like just... when you get three cups and you put a ball under one and you mix them all around and you've got to guess which one. It could be. In some organisations like it certainly could be. And then you've got third line, which is your internal audit team. So they're an independent yeah. auditor within no your organisation. No, no, not generally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and audit's brilliant. They'll come over anyway, the top of the second line first I beg line your processes. They'll come, yeah, they will. They would literally come all over them. <laughs> oh, in the workplace, surely yeah. that's not okay. So essentially, if you're in first line. Now I've heard everything. They can come if at you're that. in first line, audit can totally come at <laughs> yeah, that. They, yeah. They'd love Humble that. All over and, them. And, um, audit, to be first and second. It line. takes a lot to be an auditor in a financial business. <laughs> yeah, there's usually not a lot of it. A lot of not a lot of sense of humour. How much come to the third line have? Well, you know, <laughs> I think I reckon some. Are, like I've dealt with a lot of um, IA people, and yeah, back to the go fuck me boots. I reckon they actually do wear them. Do you reckon on the, they have on like, teams calls? Big think, jars of mayonnaise. Oh, I think as, they've got all sorts disguises. of. I think they'd be the kind of people that have like serious fetishes, like yes, you know, that makes sense. Dog licking my balls while I'm on a team's call, that kind of stuff. I seriously, I've got to go there. <laughs> I love the insight yeah, you've yeah. brought to this podcast, Risky. Thank you <laughs> so saying, much. Not saying that it would was be. that third line. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was third line. line. We don't yeah, talk yeah. in second line. They yeah, can okay. come yeah. after me. Second line, don't wear <laughs> okay. pants on the Zoom call. <laughs> And first line are normally just dressed. running around doing everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, they're just in the shop. Uh, they're doing stuff. Yeah, yeah they're the doers. The, the other ones are the, the overseers, and the other ones are the the, the mayonnaises. Internal regulator as such. So yeah. they 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 try and pick up the things so you can self identify to the regulator. That's what they're there for. So <laughs> so I want you, I want to point out a couple of things. So one is. Um, Westpac said that it had been too focused on finding individuals to blame for problems when they arose rather than addressing systemic issues. If you go looking for people to blame rather than taking responsibility as an organisation, you never fix anything. Mm-hmm. Correct. You've got to look and for the systemic are. cause. Fix that and then get look at the people. Yep. So then... What's the problem? Yeah. So mm-hmm. then um, the bank said What's it was making cause? changes including increasing board scrutiny of risk and hiring 270 new risk officers 
what actually happened by them doing that is it drove up the like wages. It was awesome for me. Thank yeah, you. Right. Thank you, Westpac. So Westpac has historically been one of the most aggressive banks in its dealing with regulators. It was the only bank to fight a rate-rigging lawsuit brought by ASIC, the Australian Securities Investments Commission, and led lobbying efforts against respondable, respondable, responsible against lending. responsible lending rules. So, so well, you're getting a picture, and right? Shiraz case. Now, now I want I want to tell disgusting. you about. Um, here's where Westpac. Remember, I said they were one of my sources. I'm going to tell you about their. Mm-hmm. AML CTF policy. So their policy says, um, we'll go introduction and scope. As with any financial institution, there is a risk of Westpac Group products and services being used to launder money and finance terrorism. Counter-terrorism. So um, Australian law and applicable local laws in the jurisdictions in which we operate requires us to put training, processes and systems in place to identify, manage and mitigate this risk. We do this to protect the group's reputation, to comply with relevant laws and to be a good corporate citizen. Citizen. Failure to do so may result in social harm, significant penalties, including legal and regulatory action. So this is off like this week. So we're, we're now in 2022 in April and this is what's on their website now. So their anti-money laundering and counter-terrorism funding policy says um, it sets out how the Westpac Group complies with its legislative obligations, applies to all business divisions and employees, permanent, temporary and third-party providers working in Australia, New Zealand and overseas. So Westpac, as a result of this back in 2019 and 2020, um, they they were fined. $1.3 $1.3 billion um, as Jesus. a result of this. So you, you think if we spoke about the um, the effect on their share B-b-b-billions. price and all of that. Would it cost them more to get new CEO? Mm. Who, who, pays, <laughs> who pays the $1.3 billion? Us or the, the people who bank The shareholders, them. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. True no. fact. Uh, no. <laughs> Risky sour. True fact, I read it. I, I, I googled it <laughs> and I read the day, it. The Therefore, will pay because of the the share price. Yeah, yeah. yes, and, okay. and also because it comes off the bottom line of the bank, it comes which out is of the publicly line. listed, and therefore no but possibly one possibly there's provisions made. No one it. in the bank is pulling the money out of their pocket. No, the bank is doing that at the expense of but the people all, who all own it. But all corporate companies make provisions for loss. Not whether they for made loss that by being dodgy fuckers. No, but um, whether the provision was there. But also, the, the I, I wanted, wouldn't have lost at all. I want to tell you this Same. story because we've just discussed <laughs> all of that, which was historic. This story is also historic. Uh, it comes from again uh, the Guardian, the no. Squid Game. Did you say game? Again, I said. Oh, again. Not oh, a game. Oh, and it's from the 30th of November 2021. So um, we're, we're now, you know, a year or two after they reported, probably two years after they reported. Westpac admits it broke law and agrees to pay $113 million in penalties. ASIC, oh, so, sorry, before I say this, I think um, Westpac, so all of the chart, all the the crimes weren't investigated so that they kind of went, that's enough. We won't go any further than well, what happened. And it will depend on the regulator. Think. So Oztrack will look after some mm. things. 
Apia. Apia looks damn Apia. Apia looks after others, and then ASIC will oversee others. So Apra can only go so far in the regulations that they control. So, so there were two regulators who were deciding over this or presiding over this, or I don't know. Yep. One of them dropped it, and then the other one dropped it. So they went, "All right, we're not going to go any further." But then, so this is after all of that, and then ASIC will come in. ASIC hit the bank with six lawsuits over shoddy treatment of customers. See, I told you that person from the mortgage team wasn't my favourite, including Mm. dead people fees. Mm. Westpac has admitted it broke the law and agreed to pay penalties totalling $113 million after the corporate regulator hit the bank with six lawsuits over shoddy treatment of customers that included charging dead people fees and lambasted the bank for a poor compliance culture that needs urgent improvement. So we're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, two years ago, them self-reporting, them getting fined $1.3 billion, them having this amazing policy explaining to us all of the challenges that happen and, and why it's important to have a good policy. If you're doing something wrong and you get fined $1.3 billion, and then a little bit later you're doing the wrong thing again and to go back to this bit of, Westpac has historically been one of the most aggressive banks in its dealings with regulators. It was the only bank to fight a rate-rigging lawsuit brought by ASIC, the Australian Securities Investments Commission, and led lobbying efforts against responsible lending rules. It feels like one of these kids is not like the other one. It's like Cartman. (laughs) It's like Cartman, yes. It should be on the naughty map. Anyway, that's the end of my story. I would now like to you to consider mm-hmm. your crimes and your punishments. Yeah. Swanee, you know you will always love going first. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, really? Sorry. No, I don't know. Oh, Thank you. I know. I didn't. I didn't know if we were going to get to another point in the story. Like, so now I have to work out who I think I'll punish. So, so remember, mm. I'll, I'll read you this little bit just to help you um, understand yeah. the seriousness of getting it wrong, and it doesn't mean that. They deliberately did this, and it doesn't mean that um, it, you know, anyone intended this. But this is why we have regulations, right? Some of the countries that funds were transferred to included the Philippines, Mexico, and other Southeast Asian countries. It appears that at least two hundred and fifty customers were able to conduct suspicious transactions to these countries. It has been alleged that these transactions were related to child sex trafficking in those countries. Discuss. Right. So that was never raised again. I mean, I know that we started off with that, but did is there, I suppose it's an entirely different in-depth investigation, but did anything happen to the 250 people that where they had been red flagged? There, there was. There was, there was? Um, cases yep. where some of those... 250 had had past dealings in pornography, etc., etc., and uh-huh. are being investigated, investigated, if not already in jail. Is it is it fair to say though that because there you go, result because of the yeah, um, <laughs> bit of a long way sorry, around there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit of is, a is it fair to say honestly. that because of the fact that they didn't do that sort of end to end identification, they couldn't actually identify who the 250 people were, they just had that the way the transactions went through the system were red flags, mm-hmm. but Westpac couldn't then go, well, these are the people that they should have been able to identify through their own process. 
Yes. So, like, if we look at the 23 million transactions, that's a yeah. lot, right? Yeah, yeah. And so this is you, 250. And you knew that it was all under 3,000, right? So if you were a person and you were doing bad things, you would probably look for certain amounts of money that would be well under an appetite uh, for someone to have a look at. And over to, again. Yeah, and then do them over and over again. So this yeah. has been having to straight for years. If you were smart at it, and these people are because they need to get the money to where they need it to be to to do what they do, they get really great at it. So they know that they might know that the bank system has a, a trigger at $801 as opposed to yeah, yeah. $900, right? Yep. Because they might know someone or they listen to a podcast like this and so, you know, Risky Sour gets a bit God, pissed. If they're giving their advice email. No one learns anything yeah. from but, us. But that's the thing. We are the most ignorant podcast. <laughs> yeah. But also it doesn't take much. Like if you if you take notice and, and if you have intentions, Unless you always find a way around Unless it's about soap making. Yes. Yeah, then, then you're Unless an expert. soap yes. making risky and then I will tell you how <laughs> yeah. to do that. But did I tell you about a soap I had in Zavolta? Anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> Funnily yeah, enough. <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to how it came back to that again. I'm terribly yeah. sorry. I bought it down in Tasmania. Mona. Is it Mona? No, yeah. not Mona. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that where they've got the balls? Yeah, and it was one of those for trying <laughs> and it was a soap. And, um, Couldn't that's something nice one. to pick up at the gift yeah. shop. <laughs> and the soap's name was Risky Sour. Could you believe it? I no way. Yeah. And, <laughs> so a vagina after your own heart. And then rub it against myself in the shower. But anyway, let's move on. So <laughs> <stop> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> well, I can't even remember what I was saying, but... At the end of the day, um, there will always. And I've had too much porridge. <laughs> of those twenty-three million, you've come out. The if other you look end. at two hundred and fifty people doing that, they knew what they were doing. They were very much um, explo- exploiting something that they've found, and they obviously talk and and it and it lasted for as long as it did for them. And and that will always mm. be across the world. There's, Is there's that why we have regulations? Everywhere. That's why we have the regulations. But and so if you choose not to do them the and other, to develop your own dodgy lights. But system. the problem also with regulation and and we t- we we tipped on this before is. It's not until something that goes wrong. So the regulators can't look into a crystal ball and go, oh, I think we might think this will go home. And no, so when if, it goes wrong, then the regulation, then the, everyone else has to I, catch I, up. I, I understand that, in. but if the if world sets in. up a system and one bank who has form says, you know what, we think that's too expensive, we'll build our own. We'll get Raj from IT, is that his name? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to build his own system. <laughs> He's working on one now. Jesus. Is that to bring the bins in? Or? Yeah, yeah. He was meant <laughs> yeah, to, that's, but that's no, he's working on a, a new switch. <laughs> oh, next, next week Raj something will go out and grab those bins. It won't be a human. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But, but so I think if, if there's a system in place and you opt out of it and then you go, we'll build our own, and your own fails... Do you think it might be a bit of a case of build it and they will come? And by they will come, I mean the terrorists. Oh, not all over me. <laughs> the people who are the money launderers. No, not all over you, but you know what I mean? That's it's the worst like, field of oh, dreams. Do you know what? We thought, we <laughs> thought we'd build create, it, the terrorists We thought we'd create come. our own version. It must have been like all of them must have been having a chat to each other going, oh, you're not going to believe what Westpac yeah, have done Or maybe one us. of them. Awesome. Oh, like, maybe yeah. one of them. Yeah, thank you, know, you like, In the Ku Klux Klan, and I don't know a lot about it, but, you know, there's a, like a network of people who all kind of help each other out. That's exactly that network. It, it exactly feels the same. like there's something going on it. here 
where we go, oh, was on the newsletter. our friends might yeah. all get caught on out the dark here. Web. Let's do something. Westpac introduces yeah, the light. Yeah. Uh, Which is way, yeah, way yeah. better than yeah. the world's swift system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you won't have to put, t- uh, you know, $9,999 in the bottom of your suitcase yeah. anymore. And yeah. then oh, we were just immature exactly. in our compliance thing. Like you just... Someone made a call. Who would have made that? Would you know oh, who would make the call uh, initially? Would it, it? Would it be a CEO? Would it be a CEO? Who? I wouldn't have a clue. It, it, I don't it know would be I, it, difficult to understand because obviously I've never worked in their space. But um, no. you know, if a product is developed, it goes through so much. You've got to look yeah, at scrutiny, so I'm much sure. scrutiny. But then it it depends. It depends again to the culture. What is important to the bottom line of that company? And if there is someone that comes up with a grand idea and you know, and they've got the right sponsors and everything goes through. Goes through. But also if, if, if all they're focused on is the bottom line, this is why this happens. And they can, they can argue it by an um, immature culture, but ultimately they're focused on dollars and they don't really care what that, expect, what that um, impacts because they should know that the risk of not getting this right is exactly what's happened here. Mm, back, back to crimes and sentences, anyone? <laughs> yeah, I just want to ask you a question. What is the period of time, what is the cutoff for responsibility? 2020, 2021? Are you seriously asking me that? Yeah, I'd like a date for what, where we're calling Westpac people responsible. I feel like if you're over 18, you're responsible. <laughs> I'm asking at what point did we say that the board of Westpac and the the executive team, when did they say, oopsies, uh, we'll fix it, and when did they say everything we've done is fine? Oh, no, so I think the point is they have never said that, right? The reason I'm asking is because I'm looking at the board of Westpac. Let's go with the ravages of Schmitty. (laughs) Board of directors. And I'm I'm only going to call out people up until 2021 who are board of directors on Westpac. Shame on you. Ooh. I really like John. It's a nice guy. Shut up, Risky. Sorry. Directors. It's not your, it's well, not, you're, you're not sentencing. A... <laughs> really lovely man. <laughs> Dire- yeah, he might be. <laughs> Director since February 2020 and chairman since 2020. Yeah, so he took over from the chairman that got Came after ousted because of China? this controversy. So I, I think um, uh-huh. he went in temporarily, but I think he's been voted in. It sounds like Carlton when they went through a whole lot of coaches. Sounds like Essendon. Westpac still honest. have a bit of that to be done. Go, Schmitty. Tough. Sorry if I'm inappropriately blaming you, but I blame you because you're still there. And he chairman. could also send you an email at trialbywine at gmail.com to explain why he's not responsible. And he may. <laughs> and. Put Schmitty in the subject line. I'll pay attention. Managing Director and Chief Executive Officer since 2019. Yeah, that was also after Brian. It's been there since 2017. Are you going to tell me it's after Brian? Since 2017. Thank you. (laughs) Right. I'm going to skip belligerent. It's it's (laughs) unlikely that our listeners are laughing at this point, isn't it? No, no, no. I'm like they're listening at this point. No, they've probably opened up the Westpac website too and we're going through the... Uh, 2018. <laughs> Name and shame, Shitty. Name and shame. Are, the list of people who are going to sue us. 2019. There are several members of the board who are still there. In my experience, when a board fucks up like this, at this level, 
they no longer exist. And yet at least four of those members still exist. So I am sending them to Tri-By-Wine World. They're going to Peasant World. There will be absolutely no luxuries for them. All of their probably multi-million dollar, at least 17-figure salaries, gone ski, no fun zone. You're at the back behind Ed Gein, behind everyone else we've well, sent to trial by Wine World. the chairman at ANZ, so just. I didn't say Gonski, <laughs> I said Gonski. I said you're the same person. <laughs> if you're just going to mock sorry, me, I'm, just saying. I'm just going to stop. You're just going to Gonski. No, no, keep going. I think you're on a roll and you're nailing uh, it. Where are they going? Trial by Wine World. At the back of Peasant World, which is oh, worse than Peasant wow. World. Basically, where all the pigsties are mm. and oh. all the animals are. Oh, the back, are. Wait, where, oh, the, where, nice. the, um, where all the equipment that Not runs the centre kind of thing. That's right. Are. Yeah, I, what do you the call that? Uh, yeah, like Operations. The, uh, <laughs> the, yes. Yeah, but it's it's like it's not great. It's like where, but where the, they keep the tractors yeah. and the that's right. All the, the shitty bits out there. There's no farm. Is it like in Thunderdome no... where there was the pigs who generated the electricity? Oh. Is that like purgatory? I never saw it. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, let's move on then. Continue. No, it's worse than purgatory. It's worse than purgatory because if you are a very, very rich person and or you've done exceptionally successfully in life, i.e. being in the border Westpac, and you find yourself in the back of fucking beyond, otherwise known as back of dry by wine world, where there's a pigsty that you've got to muck out. <laughs> there's, you know, sometimes you have to support the various psycho killers we've sent there. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm sending to the people who created Who, who the knew that the system has regulations to stop that. But are and, you? And ignored yeah. it and allowed it to Agreed. happen. Agreed, yep. yeah. Cause, but cause, are you? Do you think the board was truly aware? Or is that an assumption I'm making? If they weren't, they weren't doing their job. Doing their no, job. were the executive team. Yeah, that's because true. that is the point of a board <laughs> yeah. is to do the governance yeah. of an organisation. And if yeah. you're not doing that, you have no right to call yourself You should be neck, dick, executive... neck deep in pig shit in trial by wine world. <laughs> Out the back. Oh, Out the back. Or, or what I heard in my earphones just then was neck dick. Yeah. <laughs> so you should be <laughs> neck dick. I feel like that's what you heard because that's what I said. But, you know, <laughs> only listening back to this podcast will actually reveal the truth. Yeah, so neck dick. Yeah. You're going to be neck dick board. in shit fuck. And I will, I will absolutely say anyone post this period is exonerated. I'm going to try a slightly different track. Just because just that's what you do, darling. I like it. Just because I do. I know. But I, I have... I take issue, and as I said before, I'm disappointed. I I don't know at what point Austrac thought, oh, it's got to mm-hmm. you know what was it? how many transactions were there? Two point three, twenty three yeah. million. But I, I do wonder at what point where where are their sort of alarms that go off for Austrac? I mean, if it's a government body and their job, their sole job is to be preventing and detecting and responding to criminal abuse of the financial system, I would have thought that this seems to be a fairly large, well, you know, it's it's, a, it's a, you know one of the big banks. They're in a lot of trouble for doing it. So where was Austrac until, you know, someone sent the email to go, oh, oops, sorry, we look like we've had a little bit of a problem here. I we don't... got magic pussied by Citibank. Yeah, so did Austrac have them on their radar? Were they even aware? I find that um, seems to be a little bit disappointing that they were unable to sort of find this themselves and then perhaps go to Westpac and say, what are you guys doing? How would I punish them? I don't know. Do these people even care? I doubt it. 
Um, maybe a corporate day too. Um, trial by wine world. The corporate day, instead yes. Of their usual, instead of is it their usual junket where they get to go somewhere fabulous and you know spend money on a conference? They can, can do trial by. That can be their punishment. Instead of having a nice conference that year, they can go trial can by. Can they wine go world to sex trafficking world within trial by wine world and get sex trafficked for a day? Oh. Yeah, that sounds like a big punishment, but yeah, sure. Sure. Nice. Sure. Oh, good, she's back. Tell, tell her I'm done. <laughs> oh, she's <didn't... laughs> Oh, no. Oh, my God. She says, I can hear everything. Yeah, yeah. I hear everything. I'm I all see seeing, everything. all I'm hearing. Omnipresent. I'm and that, and if I wish our viewers, our viewers, our, if our listeners could see her, she has a light behind her, so it actually looks like she, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's an angel, <laughs> an angel. So she's an angel. Says no one ever. Yeah, yeah interesting. So I'm going to go. Um, Maybe when she's having a bit of pillow talk with um, Tony. Tony and they're talking about risk. Nine and months that's in risk. Angel. <laughs> oh, angel. Yeah. Where are your boots? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And where's the dog? Let's do a bit of risk talk, a bit of risk pillow oh, talk. Goodness. Um, so I, I'm not going to blame the regulator. I feel like that's um, like blaming the police for someone committing a crime. I'm, oh, God, I feel very bad. I'm yes. going to say that I think this bank has a terrible culture if we're still talking november 2021 and they're still being fined so they've they've fought against legislation that stops this stuff they've um they've literally enabled sex trafficking whether it's intentional or not is completely irrelevant because there is legislation in place there is a system in place and they've gone Let's save a little bit of cash and develop our own. None of that's okay. And then they're charging dead people fees. So I, I think there is absolutely a culture. I think I was onto it when I spoke to the mortgage person. You know, <laughs> I'm surprised you, you should have. You should have called Austrac and said, "Look, I've got, I've got a feeling it, about this." Mob. I should have reported yeah. it back then. So <laughs> something's not quite right. I've got. I'm, I'm getting a whiff of. Sex trafficking. Risky Sour needs to have lots of mini drinks. <laughs> After that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so I, I 100% hold a lot of people in this bank accountable. This is a bank who has said, we understand that there is legislation to prevent um, anti-money laundering and, and counter-terrorism. You know, we, we understand we're a part of all this. And we can actually tell you what they both mean and we can also tell you why it's a bad thing, but we just don't give a shit. I'm not really okay with that. For people outside of Australia, Australia has a what we call the big four, a banking system where there are four big banks and then a whole lot of smaller banks, building societies, Digital banks. money lenders, all those sorts of things. Um, I want Westpac struck off the big four I don't want a big three. I'm not a fan of that either, but I just want them to be like the oompa loompa of the banking industry. I, I the want karma. them to be super little. We had this discussion. We can't, what do we call them? I think dwarfs probably are too. Little, little people. Little people. Yeah, yeah. But so if you're one of the big banks, do you call the other banks little banks? I don't want Westpac to be a big bank. I want the little banks to call Westpac there. Wincy, wincy, teeny, teeny, looks up a lot, bank. 
Little local yeah, credit union. Basically, like, you know, when you when you lend your kid five Little bucks, local. that's Westpac for me. Do, do, do I get to? Yeah, yeah, yeah 100% yeah. you get to. Uh, the, the only person I want to put into um, Schmidty's world is that one person that said to the other person, no, 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 don't worry about it. That's the way we always do it. Yeah. That's that, the there person. was that person. Whoever that person was because there will always be decisions that are made or, um, or or processes developed that are never entirely perfect because they're developed by humans. It doesn't matter how many controls or data or systems you put across it. Yeah. Everything is driven by the yeah. human body, right? Human mind, human spirit. But that person on that day to that other person that went, this looks wrong, I don't feel comfortable with it, said, no, 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 no. That was that person I spoke to the, from Mortgage. Yeah, and then I they picked up the phone person. and there, there were you on the other side. I like, bet amazing. it was the same person. Their dual functionality role is some Yeah, yeah, oh, old mate in charge of risk which management. Which is down to cost management. Rang the person <laughs> in front of Mortgage Lending. But that's the person that I want to put away. Right. As as much as all of those other people we absolutely deserve it. as well. But I know that in that first line defence, that's what happened. Someone saw it. Someone saw it every day. Someone said something and the other person put it away. And that's where the, the culture allowed them to do that. But they didn't have the gumption of spirit to go, you know what? You're right. Uh, you're right. I'm going to take it through to my whistleblowing, whatever, up to my manager. And, if, and then again, if you get a hit back, you go again. And you go again and you go again because that's the risk manager that I am. Yeah. And so they go to back of trial by wine world. Oh, I reckon they go even further. Uh, I bet you know, your I reckon they, they see you. They're yeah. down the back of the serial killer's sewer. The... Oh. Is it the prequel, um, like, is it Manhunter or one of those from the, that whole Hannibal? Um... Mindhunter, perhaps? No, there was there was one where um, old mate at the back of the farm used to put the bodies in with the pigs and the pigs Yeah, and they ate the bones and stuff. Is that where that yeah, person yeah. was going? Uh, I don't that, know. That might be I, a story I, I cover in the future. <laughs> yes, pigs definitely like to eat people. They do. They Very love cool. people. And it gets rid of them. About and 20, into the 20 minutes. Oh. 20 minutes of human It might be a story you're going to yeah. cover in the future based on based on an act you did in the past, but you'll <laughs> no. tell it through the third person <laughs> about someone else who did that. Pigs. <laughs> there are stories about that. Um, all right. Well. Excellent, excellent story. Thank you very much, Clarky. And um, Risky, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much really, for having really, me. Really, really, really good. I've had a wonderful time. Very interesting, and, and, and so I've just felt so welcomed and loved. We enjoyed having you too. Except by him because he's a weird. chump. That's <laughs> weird. Yeah, well, he's not into magic pussy. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, as I say, he doesn't like fish fingers, I don't know. But anyway... <laughs> No, he doesn't like seafood at all. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. As I say every week, miss you guys already and thank you very much. Okay. Love you long time. Ciao. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, trial by wine, or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com, to donate to us. 
Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com. Thank you.